So I'm going to talk a little bit, share a little bit about Jacob's Ladder. Because I don't know when I first started sharing about this, but it's been taking my breath away more and more in a good way, in a beautiful way. The secret stairway in the sky. But not only in the sky. The secret stairways in you. Beautiful. I believe as well as we go into this next time, it's, it's going to be more and more like that. There's going to be sound. Sound and light. And it's going to get more and more. I remember a time a little while ago when Steve got up and he shared. He, he, he asked me if he could share. I don't know if you remember it. He asked me if he could share. And I said, only if you sing it. And bless him. He, he sang it. But I didn't hear any of the words. I only heard the voice that was singing in the word. I heard the, the sound that was coming forth. And there's going to be more and more sound coming forth. There's going to be more and more light coming forth. And sound and light is going to do its work on the inside of us. And in our minds and in places that other things cannot reach. Other beers cannot reach. Holy Ghost is going to go to those deep places and begin to heal us at a very deep root inside us. But you remember that some, some time ago I shared about Jacob's ladder. And everything that I'm going to be talking about today, you can exper it's, it's experiential, okay? So you can reach into it as I'm talking about. So don't, don't come out of that place that you were just in. You can reach out and get a hold of what I'm saying. You can live into it. It's experiential, okay? So what I'm saying is not just theoretical. It's experiential in the sense that you can have it as you sat there. So reach out. Look at the picture. For, for whatever reason, well, I think it was because of the staircase, but I mean, there's lots in this picture. Isn't there? This is a picture that Avril... Avril did for us many years ago, and of course uh, she wa she's walked up those stairs all the way in, and he's probably with us even today. Who knows? Huh? Beautiful. Um, but just disengage the brain a little while, if you know what I mean. Just disengage the reasoning, and just let your heart flow. Okay? Can you feel the heart flow? Can you feel the heart flow? Come on, just let the heart flow. Let the rivers out, the streams out. So, Jacob, we know that he was on a trip and he, on a journey. And uh, though he might have been on a trip as well. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> he was definitely on a journey. <laughs> and he, he laid his head on a stone. And as he dreamt, he saw... A stairway into heaven. And um, it was a ladder, like much, I, I presume, much like the ladder that uh, was like this. I, I don't know, but anyway, I, I love the picture of the ladder uh, that 
Yeah, I just love that. Um, and on this ladder that he saw, so this was something that he was seeing externally. He, he saw angels up and down and supernatural things, the voice of the Lord and uh, all sorts of wonderful things. This is actually the first mention of the church. This is what this passage is known as in Genesis 28. It's called the first mention of the church. Uh, because, of course, he named the place Bethel, which is the house of God. He said, no, how awesome is this? How awesome is this? Surely, this is the house of God. And you remember that. So, so we are the house of God. Not, not this place, but we are the house of God. But not only are we the house of God, surely, this is the house of God. This is the temple of God. You are a temple of God, the house of God. You, in the awesome, that's what Jacob was saying, but he saw this thing externally. We see it internally as well as externally because there's so many levels, so many dimensions of insight, so many, so many di dimensions of life that flow from things like this. So this is just what he's seeing externally, but how awesome. Surely this is the house of God, the very house of God. You're the house of God. But as he was seeing it, he saw it as a conduit, a channel between heaven and earth. And this place called Bethel, where heaven came to the earth. So it was like an opening of heaven to the earth. Um, but of course, it's also a revelation of our DNA. Because we know that in Acts 17, it says that we all live and move and have our being in him, all of us. There's something about everybody. Everybody is a child of the Father. Everyone. Everyone. You know, some people live under this thing that they could be a child of the devil. No, they're a child of the Father. Huh? Who's loved. Who loves us. Who sets us apart. Who loves us. Who he, he values us. He, he looks at us and... You were worth it. You know that, that advert, we have that advert, you were worth it. You really are worth it. Don't say that you were not worth it. You were worth it. Jesus died and gave his whole life and everything is for you because you were worth it. Huh? So just get hold of that and just say, yes, Lord, I am worth it. I am worth it. Come on, some of you need to do it. I am worth it. You were worth it. He did it for you. Huh? He did it for you. Beautiful. You were worth it. So there's, there's a secret stairway that talks about the house of God. There's a secret stairway which really is the stairway which is in us. If you think about God living in us, then there's actually a stairway in us so that God descends and ascends within us. Because he's in our DNA. He's in every part of us. He's in you right now. You know, lots of people are looking externally, but he's in you. He lives in every part of you. All, all, all your body is full of him. In him we live, we move, we have our being. And of course, when we're en enlightened, when good news hits us, 
something happens that ignites us on the inside. And that ignition is Holy Spirit who fills, I believe, he fills all the space in our molecular DNA, if you want. He fills the space. He is the space. He's what holds it all together. But when we get ignited, something happens at a deep level. So I want to talk about that this morning because I believe that we are going to see some incredible healings at a a deep, deep level. And many of us have seen healings. I mean, we can all put our hands up and say, you know, on our journey with Jesus, he's come along, he's healed us of different things. He, he, He seems to have taken us so far on a journey We've, we've been released, we've been delivered. How many people can say they've been delivered from something? Yeah, look at that. How many people can say they've been healed? How many people can say that he's done something with their minds? Yeah. So you see, all of us are on this journey, but some right now are, are struggling because we find ourselves in such um, a time, a vortex, a time that is very pressing. There are things that are happening in us that again are at a deeper level. And I, I was explaining this to someone the other day, a bit like, you know, if you, if, if you see a river running and you, you, you take out some of the stones that are there, so it, it flows even faster, but then there's some bigger stones that are under the surface that, that God is, is, is wanting to remove as well. And it's like some of those things are now being shown to us, are being exposed And of course, we're crying out to him and saying, Lord, where are you when he's going? Well, I want to tell you where I am. I'm in you. I live on the inside of you. And I am going to fill you up so full that every part of you, all your DNA is going to tingle with my life. You are going to tingle with my life. It's going to be that your DNA is going to start tingling with life. Honestly, some people might even feel this as I'm talking. Honestly, you can just receive whatever you're getting, just receive it. But some people are going to start feeling this properly. It's going to be an experiential thing for us. And then others are going to feel that there's going to be a deep movement in the minds. I mean, I know I, I don't know if I've said this, I might not have said it, but I, I, I was once praying and I saw a man walking around in my mind and it was me. And I was doing something with the connections in my mind. Honestly, I know it sounds weird, but hey, Jacob's weird. Huh? Honey? If you think I'm weird, read Ezekiel. Huh? Honestly, I'm not that weird. No, but, but really, we, we, we look at these things, and the, the Bible is, is written out of incredibly weird things. Do you understand me? It's not... We read it with a Western mind, but these, there were visions and trances and dreams and all sorts of things. Our theology is made on things that are weird, huh? because God is weird, weirdly wonderful, huh? beyond anything we could imagine, although we are imagining wonderful things now. But... Um, I want to talk about this stairway because I actually, and of course we are ascended, you understand me? We are in him. 
whether you know it or not, whether you feel it or not, you are in him. Right now, you're in him. It's an impossibility not to be in him. Everything's in him, but you're more in him because you're in Christ and Christ is in God. Do you understand me? So, so you're in Christ and Christ is in God and all things are given to Christ. So you're in Christ and he is in God and together we're all in God and we, we reign and are heirs of all things. Huh? This, this is New Testament truth. This is where we live. This is who we are. This is what we've got. We're not just saying that we're ambassadors. We are ambassadors. But you, but you see, if you really believe it, you act like one. Do you understand me? It's like you become an ambassador. You don't just say it as a, a, like a, a theory. It's who you live as. Because you are it. If you say you're a son, you're a son because you are a son. You understand me? These are not just theoretical things. These are experiential things you can experience this now right now this is the new era it's for you to experience it's beautiful isn't it someone say yes someone look happy someone give a little hallelujah yeah there we go thank you amanda (laughs) so this stairway is a little bit like a, a, a secret stairway of ascension it like, do you remember this? Just think about this. This has been going on in me for a long time as well. Mary, when she peered into the tomb, she, she was looking for Jesus and she had to peer into death. She was looking into death. She had to, the reality of death, the reality of all that, she had to look at it all. She had to go through it all. There was no getting away from it. She had to go through it all. At the same time, she then met Jesus. Do you remember? Rem, remember? As, as a gardener, because he is the gardener. She, met, she thought he was the gardener. And Jesus, Mary wanted to love him. She, she just wanted to throw her arms around her and, and, and kiss him. Because that's what you would have wanted to do, isn't it? You'd have wanted just to throw your arms around him and hug him and love him. And say, oh, this is incredible. I, can't, I nearly can't believe that you're here, Lord. And that's what she wanted to do. And he said, do not... Cling to me, for I've not yet ascended to the Father. Do you remember those words? There was something going on that even though she'd been with him for all this journey, that now something had happened that was a different dimension. It was, she had to begin to relate to him in a different dimension, in a different way. And he said, no, don't cling to me because it's not like it was. Now we have to learn a different way of being together. We have to learn a different way of relating together because you've known me in this earthly way, but now I want you to know me in, the, in, in, in regards to who I really am. In all my glory, in all my majesty. I want you to learn how to relate to me in that way. Not that we're not friends, not that we're not lovers. Of course we are. Not that we're not, not that I'm not your king. Not, not that, he doesn't take away anything of what you already know of him. He's just saying, it's going to be different. And I want you to relate to me spirit to spirit. Spirit to spirit. He was with them, was it another 50 days, another 40 days? And he was teaching them, but then that was it. 
And what happened at that point? Well, it's Holy Spirit. It was Holy Spirit that then began to reveal Jesus and the Father and the kingdom in a whole new way. So there was a new dimension for them to learn. And I want to talk a little bit about that um, by just share, sharing this. So Revelation 1 and verse 9 and 12. And I think I, I've been caught a little bit in some of these same things. I'm not saying that I'm John on Patmos. But I think I've been caught in some of these very same things. Could you put that up there, if, if you can? It's Revelation 1 and verse 9 to 12. John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard behind me a, a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia. And then he goes on to say all those churches. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. Okay, so you could say, John well, we can say, was in the Spirit, okay? So you can say, well, I'm in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Okay, that's, that's what he says, doesn't it? So he's, he's in the Spirit on the Lord's day. At the same time around him, you realize that he's on the island of Patmos because he has declared that Jesus is the king of the whole world. That the kingdom of God is coming. He is seeing with his own eyes the reality of what's going on across the, well, that, the part of the world that he knew anyway. So he's very aware of the reality of everything that's going on around him. So being spiritual, being connected with the Father, being in tune with the Father doesn't mean to say that we are not connected with what is going on in the earth realm. He was very connected. He understood it all. He was seeing it all. At the same time, he's in the spirit, and he's hearing a voice. Um, but it's important to see the word, not just hear the word, to see it. So he's in the spirit. What does it say? Let's just go again. He's in the spirit. He heard behind him a loud voice as of a trumpet. Can I just say this as well? Lots of people, G Jesus, when he speaks, he speaks clearly. Jesus speaks clearly. A lot of people right now are very confused because they think the hearing voices. But listen, when Jesus speaks, he speaks clearly. And when he speaks, it's like a trumpet. And it's very like, okay, I, I'm, I am the sheep of your pasture. And I hear your voice, Father. Huh? 
But all this other bit that's all like fringe stuff, like, ooh, I don't know if he said this, I don't know if he showed me that, I don't know. Listen to me. He talks clear. Say to him, Lord, if you were speaking to me, I want it clear. And I know that it'll come with peace because there's a rule of peace that comes to us. Okay, so he's in the spirit, hearing the word, and he says, I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying those things, what you see. And then he said, verse 12, then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. What happened when he turned? Suddenly, so he's already in the spirit. Listen to me. He's already in the spirit. He's already listening to a word. And now he turns. What happens? He sees. But what does he see? A whole new dimension of things going on. He sees golden lampstands. He sees, uh, what else did he see? Candlesticks, was it? Golden lampstands and golden something else. But it was the seven churches and the seven angels of Asia. That's what he said, the churches of Asia. So that's what he says. So, so he's in the spirit, hears a voice, something happens, and he turns to see the voice, and something else opens up to him. A whole new realm opens up to him. Okay? So these same things can happen to you, even now. You've got to reach out with your spirit, though, in your spirit. He sees a whole new realm of things happening. Amazingly, even after that, so, and I, I don't know, I mean, we could just talk about that for a little while, but I won't because I, I, want, I want to show you something that you can expect. You, you can, this is for you. It's not, not only for me, it's not only for someone that you think is spiritual, it's for you. You're spiritual. So he sees, he opens up a new dimension, and then he's immediately seeing Jesus, the Ancient of Days. He's seeing Jesus, and it's beautiful. And then he's seeing the, the seven churches, and he's hearing the message that the angels are bringing. That's, and he's writing it down, which is what he was told to do. So he's in a new dimension, but then this is what it says in chapter 4. Verse 1, after these things, after these things, I looked, and behold, a, do a door standing open in heaven. Hang on a minute. Is this another door? He's, al he's already somewhere. He's already experiencing something. He's in these amazing dimensions of Holy Ghost, and he says, after these things, uh, okay, ooh. Whoa, where's he going now? What's happening now? After these things, I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven. Come up here. Well, I thought he was already up there. I thought he was there already. Huh? Wasn't, wasn't he just there? Are you all reading the same book as me? No, honestly. He's already in some dimension. And he's just got this incredible message. You've just seen these incredible things. And then he gets a message that after these things, I heard a voice says, come up. Well, I'm already up. 
I'm coming up further. Come up further. Huh? He's, ascend- he's going up the stairway. He's ascending somewhere other. Come up here. Immediately I was in the spirit. What again? What's going on? What is that? You see, the thing is that these are new realms. These are new things that we're going into because we're just beginning. It's all right. You're just a beginner. We're just beginners. Man, we're only just scratching the surface. Do you understand me? Wherever you've been, well, it was just the surface. We were just paddling. That's okay. We can just say that, can't we? Come on. All you great ones out there who have had visions and we can just say... It's just the beginning, just the beginning, because there's going to be greater dimensions that open up to us. In fact, we're going to go through doors and didn't, didn't Paul say that he'd been in the third heaven? I mean, who knows, huh? But he said, I, I, I've seen things, seen mysteries and things up there that I can't even utter. I don't even know, I'm, 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 I'm not able to describe what I've seen. What I'm presently wanting and desiring is that you can see that there's a a place that you can go in spirit. There's a door, because he is the door, that's open. So it's all in Jesus. None of this is outside of Jesus. Do you understand me? It's all in Jesus. And Jesus is in God. And we are hidden in him. That's what he says, Colossians, we're hidden in him and we can go through the door and we can go through another door and another door and another door because he's opening things to us that are absolutely beautiful. The secret stairway to heaven. Come on, I'm, I'm calling you up. The secret stairway. You were hidden in the split rock. You were hidden in Christ. You were hidden in him. And you are welcome to see the things that he wants to open up to you. So, 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 so this is one way of thinking. And of course, we are already there. But, but we can experience some of these things internally. Because let's face it, you're bored of everything else. Huh? No, really, it's boring, isn't it? We, we, we need a... We, we need to be able to ascend and descend. We need to be able to do that. Because it's tough outside. It's tough, isn't it? I mean, John at Patmos, just think. He was, what, didn't, didn't he get boiled? They tried to boil him alive or something, didn't they? But they had no success. I, I don't know all about those things, but... But we all go, well, that's John. That's John. That's Ezekiel. That's Daniel. That, no, no, that's you. It's you. You are these. You are these people. That's who you are. You just have not discovered it fully yet. So, I mean, Jesus said this, didn't he? He said, did I not tell you that there are many mansions in my father's house. And it really means many levels, many dimensions inside me and many places to go that are super, super wonderful and super exciting. That's what it means. You know, 
it's not like, you know, it's not like number 50 on Smith Avenue. <laughs> it's not. It's not number 50 on Smith Avenue. It's, it's like, no, no, come to me. You know, you were tired and weary. You were thirsty. Come to me because there's life where I am. And there's so much life, we're only just beginning to tap into it. Okay, so we can, we can begin to ascend much more. And that's what we've got to do when we get together, just like that. Straight up there, huh? Beautiful. A new era, a new time. Now, <clears throat> I may have told you this because this is the other thing that I want to talk about. This is still, we're still talking about stairways of heaven. Because your DNA is a stairway of heaven. It's a secret stairway that suddenly we're beginning to understand what the heck is it that, that we, we are made of, literally made of. You are made of God. You are made in his image. Listen to me. You got to get it. At some point, you got to get it. You were made in his image. You were made of who he is. You partake in his very nature. You were a new creation, a new creature, huh? full of light and love. That's who you are. Look at someone and say, I am full of light and love. Can you see it? Come on. I can see it, Carol. I can see it, Carol. Oh, yes. Full of light and love. That is you. That is you. Full of light and love. Now, the other day, as, as, as we give to, we have, we have wonderful times as well as really difficult times. But the other day, I had a wonderful time. I was with Sharon. And when Sharon, when Sharon came to see me, I, I've got to say, I, I just watched her walk in and, and um, it, was, it was like, wow, she's struggling. She's struggling. And we sat down and we just talked, didn't we, sweetie? We just talked. And the more that we talked, and I was just sharing some of the things that he's been teaching me about DNA and some of the things that he's been showing me. And as, as we began to share about this, we got more and more excited, didn't we? And I'm telling you, she was popping by the time she went out. She was. She was. And it was just, we were just sharing like this, just like this. All right. Of course, it was interactive, and that's not so easy when there's 50, 40 people. You know, it's not so easy to be interactive. But you understand me? It was just in this same way, and we were sharing. And I was sharing about DNA, and I was sharing about the time that I came up from London in the car. And I felt like I wanted to pray for everyone, but I couldn't pray for anyone. I actually ended up praying for my own DNA to be repaired like out of the blue I'd been to an educational conference and there were lots buzzing in me and around me and all that and I, I came up thinking I need to pray for this and that and I just sat in the car and I started praying because I realized that there's certain parts of my body that have been through trauma before now of course in my mind trauma's been healed Honestly, I can talk about the things that I've been through without even a flicker of this. Now, 20 years ago, if, if I'd have been talking to you, I'd have been like this on the inside of me. Do you understand me? This is how I would have been. 
So there's none of that anymore. I can talk about all the things that I went through. There's no, nothing there. That the, it's just a normal radar reading. So I know that something has been transformed in my mind. Something's happened in my emotions. But funnily enough, in parts of my body, when I, I've been noticing over the last two, three years that when I get stressed, some of that stress has been showing up in the same parts of my body as when I had those traumas. And I realized that actually, somehow, my DNA, and this is an actual fact, this is, I only reason, I'm, 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 I'm slow, a little bit slow. I, I realize these things after the facts come to me afterwards. You know, I read the book or someone tells me about it afterwards. But I felt like he was saying to me, Paul, the trauma that your DNA goes through actually records what you've been through. And it sits in your body. And of course, I've, I've prayed around everything to do with my traumas and everything. You know, for years and been freed from all of it. But then I thought, what the heck? When I get stressed, why does it come out in those certain parts? Even, I don't know if you knew, but I, I broke my foot one time. You'll like this one. Well, you won't, but you will. Uh, Anchor uh, and, and, and Matt, of course, live in the house that we used to live in. And from the bedroom, you can jump like a gazelle to the other side of the landing. Is this not true, Anchor? And I, for some reason, came out of the bedroom and felt like a gazelle. <laughs> and I jumped, and I didn't arrive on the other, <laughs> other side. And when I jumped, my foot hit the step, and it just went. <laughs> and then I spent 20 minutes walking around telling myself that I was healed <laughs> in absolute pain. Uh, and I. I then went to uh, Otley Hospital, I think it was Otley Hospital, and they looked at it and they did an x-ray or whatever it was, and he said, oh boy, it's like that, that bit of your foot is just broken in so many places, we can't do anything, it's just shattered, we can't do anything. All we can do is put a pot on it. So they put a pot on it, and I, I, I don't remember if it was that time, but I no, it wasn't that time. But anyway, six weeks later, so I'd been walking around and carrying on just as normal, if I could, as normal. And six weeks later, I took it off. And, 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 and the doctor said to me, okay, well, now's the time. Get up and walk. And of course, I got up and walked. And ever since, I've been walking. And that is completely healed. Completely healed. I mean, I'm, I'm not having an x-ray on it. And the reason I'm not having an x-ray on it is because I know it's completely healed. I don't need an x-ray. It's just a waste of time. You understand me? And even if it says it's not healed, it is healed. Because I've been walking on it for years and years and there's no problems at all. But interestingly, occasionally when I get stressed, I feel the pain in that foot. When I get stressed, I feel pain. And if anyone's seen me, which hopefully you haven't, I have an appendix scar here, which is really bad from when I had an appendicitis operation and it went wrong. And they left some things inside and had to take them out again afterwards. That's the trauma just all of its own, isn't it? But anyway, uh, they, they made it all, well, 
they didn't do anything actually, they just left it open and it eventually shut and closed. But it's a mess. That, that I, it's here, I can feel it. Um, but every time, that I, or not every time, but sometimes when I get stressed, I get that same pain in there. And of course, I've had other pains as well, heart pain and head pain. But whenever I get stressed, somehow, it goes to those places. And of course, we know those are weaknesses. But it made me realize that perhaps my DNA in some way needs speaking to in order to be repaired. And when I say speaking to, and this is what... I was saying to someone the other day, you know, that Jesus didn't really pray for people in the sense that we pray for him. He, he just didn't do it. He just went, get up, walk, you're healed, forgiven. You understand me? His prayers were one word. Uh, and of course, a lot of our prayers are like, we're g ourselves up a bit, aren't we? Come on, just be honest. You're g yourself up to get into faith. Well, he already was in faith, walked in faith and just said, get up and walk. So, so, but we're all on this journey. It's all right. Just relax. It's all right. There's no condemnation. There's nothing. We're all learning. It's a journey. Hey, relax. Chill. All right. But, but we're going to new places. We're going to new places because we're made in his image and we are being transformed to be like he is. Isn't it beautiful? So, uh, would you just come, Sharon? Now, can I just say as well? that many people have prayed for Sharon. I, would you just share a little bit of uh, what you felt like? Because I'm not saying that whatever we did, because I don't even know that I prayed. I don't even know that I prayed in the sense of praying for her. I, just, I was just speaking to her DNA to be restored. And especially in her foot. In fact, I put my hand on your foot, didn't I? Just, just share a little bit, Sharon. If you don't mind. No, that's fine. So, um, I think about 18 months ago, I, um, I started a course that I was doing um, to become a trauma and mental health practitioner to be able to help the kids at school where I work, at Bradford Christian School. Um, and before that, over many years, I'd, um, I've been here a long time, moved up 25 years ago from Birmingham, and... Um, I'd had lots of trauma and different things happen in my childhood and as I was growing up and I've had lots of uh, ministry and prayer and uh, deep healing from those things um, and received a lot of sort of deliverance and being able to just really move forward in my life um, and when I went on the, this course I knew that it might sort of trigger a little bit um, of some of the things that I'd been through before. Um, but I just felt that it was right in God to go on this course. Anyway, I, I went on the course, and it was over sort of about 10 months, and it absolutely blew my mind because all the things that I was experiencing or had experienced, I partly felt was some of my faults, just different things that had sort of, got hold of me um, and I realised that it was my body's um, reaction to that trauma that had actually caused illnesses in my body that I was now 
sort of living with. And I felt like like the whole world had just dropped out from underneath me and I couldn't. I felt like I'd got a death sentence over me and I couldn't do anything about it. Um, so for the last 18 months, I've, I've had so much prayer, help and support that it's sort of kept me in that place. But I have just been sort of kept in that place and I've just been like, God, how can I be all right now? How can I change that? It's it's not, it's there and I can't do anything about it. And I just felt like I was stuck and I couldn't get anywhere because I felt like that was it. I couldn't do anything to what had happened to me. And I was still, that was still my reality, my physical and mental reality. And it, it just has completely thrown me. Um, so when I was talking to Paul, and I've spent a lot of time talking to Adam and Tina and Donna, <laughs> I know it all. Um, but we were talking, um, and, and as we were talking about DNA, um, I just caught something in God in that as we were sharing, because I went to nursing school, so I do have some understanding of what DNA is and how it's made up. <laughs> so we had me. this conversation, <laughs> and it was like my spirit just lit up, and it was like, that's, that's, what, it, that's what it is, because we've... We, on our journeys in God, we, we pray to what we need to pray, don't we? And we've prayed to the root of where something's happened. And the amount of prayer that I've done and that I've received, the ministry that I've had to bring me to where I am today in God is, has been phenomenal. But I couldn't see how that was going to move forward with everything that I was understanding and seeing. But as soon as we started talking... I started seeing that actually we'd prayed to a certain level because that was the level that we understood. But actually, the root is right down at your DNA. And I was watching a program, a news thing on the TV, and it was about this family who'd got two daughters. One was about three and one was just over 12 months. And they'd got this genetic disorder and they didn't realise until the little girl was a bit older, that she'd got this disorder. So when the younger one was born, they could pick it up straight away. And they've been able to treat the younger daughter by taking part of her DNA out and replacing it with what was not there. And as we were talking, I'm like, well, God, if, you, if somebody in the, in the natural, a doctor can do that, how much more can you do that to our DNA? If, if that's because you made it and you are that, we are that in you. And it just opened a whole new, <laughs> new sort of thing in my mind about, actually, no, I, I don't have to have this. I don't have to live under this. God can come right to the, the very heart of my DNA that he made and, and restore all the damage that has happened. And I don't have to stay like this. And it just totally blew my mind, but in a good way. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So we yeah. were praying, weren't we? And uh, one of the difficulties I've had over since August last year is I've had a, an ulcer underneath my foot and at the side of my foot. Um, and I've had lots of treatment and all sorts of things, but it got so bad that a few weeks ago I was in a wheelchair. I was on triple antibiotics that were like, that you use to kill anthrax and plague that's literally what they were used for some of these and I felt dire 
And so I was supposed to be going to, I saw Paul on the Tuesday. But leading up to that, I've had so much prayer from my friends and my family here that has held me. And I've felt that it's held me and all my colleagues at work. That when Paul prayed, it was like all those connections just come together. Um, But I know there was so much leading up to that. It wasn't just that one moment. Um, So Paul prayed on the Tuesday. He prayed for my foot and we prayed about DNA. And then on the Wednesday, I had a blood test because I was seeing the consultant on Friday. And and my my foot was in three layers of bandages and it has been like that for a long time. So when I went in to see the consultant, there was no infection markers in my blood at all. There was no, my diabetic bloods were completely normal. So then he was just sort of a bit puzzled because the week before it was still quite bad. Um, so he's, he took all the bandages off and I didn't even know this myself because obviously I'd had the bandage on. My wounds had completely healed, like c- properly closed up, like as if I hadn't had it, just a bit of redness and, and whatever. But these were gaping wounds that I've had under my foot and at the side of my foot since August last year. And even the doctor couldn't understand how it had gone from the week before to that because it was li- it's literally completely closed up. I didn't have to have a dressing, a bandage, nothing. In fact, because I'd got bandage on my foot, I didn't have any sock on it. So I had no sock when they took the bandage off. So they had to give me something to put on my foot because I hadn't even got a sock. Wow. Um, and I've, and so from going in a, being in a wheelchair, I'm, I'm walking. I've had my shoes on. And, uh, yeah, I've been walking ever since. Beautiful. Thank you. But, of course, there was one little phrase there that she said, and that is that God is already in me. He's in me. You're not waiting for him to get to be in you. You're not begging for him to come. He's already in you. He's in you. You live, you move, you have your being because of him, but you are filled with Holy Spirit. So he's, he's, he's going to start igniting all these parts of us. Now listen, all, just as Sharon said, this is really important. All your prayers, everything that's gone on, it's wonderful, but... Listen to me now carefully. There's a different place to be. When I sat with Sharon, I was not praying prayers of healing in the sense that I was actually praying something. I was praying the life of Jesus within her would ignite somehow and begin to heal her internally, externally. Do you understand me? Because the presence of God's already in her. So I wasn't like... I didn't know she'd get up and, you know, she, she hobbled out the same way that she hobbled in. So I had no knowledge of what had happened at all. But this is what the Lord said to me. He said, when you hear that Sharon is better, you'll know that I'm going to do something new. And I went, I went okay, thank you, Lord. Because not only do I hear it, but she said it's all, the foot is all well. So I want to encourage you that when you sit together, you sit together in the presence of Jesus. 
okay? In his presence. Just be in his presence with him and allow his life to flow through you. Don't stress, don't strive. Don't, don't start having a go. Okay, this is a different level. Just allow that life that's in you to flow through you. And if it's you that's needing healing, just allow that life to flow. But just allow it to flow to others as well around you. No stressing about it. it we're coming into a new time, okay? This doesn't mean to say that you're not praying. Prayer, fellowship, breaking of bread, that all goes on as normal. But we're coming to a new place where we're learning to live in his presence continually. Okay? So I just want to read these. Uh, Isaiah 61, just before we carry on. I'm sorry, I've, I've, I've been a little while on this morning, but it's important. Isaiah 61, you know, you, you know this chapter beautifully. Um, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me, within me, overwhelming me, inside me, all over me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you, inside you, over you, overwhelming you. Because the Lord has anointed me, you, to preach good tidings to the poor, he has sent me, you, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console, console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of happiness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild old ruins, okay? There's parts of us that are old ruins. There's parts of us that feel like old ruins, isn't there? There's parts of you. And he said to me, Paul, before we can start seeing this in the ways that I want to see it externally, we've got to see it internally. These old ruins are going to get raised up. As he said, they shall rebuild the old ruins and they shall ra raise up former desolations. Those places that have been dry, those places that are not watered, those places that have been desolate, those are going to feel this new life flowing again. Okay, we're going to come into a whole new time. They shall raise up the former desolations and they shall repair the ruined cities. They shall repair the ruined DNA. We're going to repair it. We're going to repair it. He's going to do it because he's in us. But, but it's going to happen. It's going to start happening. And then he said this to me. Because I've had all these things. Through the years, I've had all these things. I've had power coming out of my hand like no one could imagine. I mean, really. I've, when I first got power out of my hands, it was like, I didn't know what to do. I'm going, what, what am I going to do? And, and this man of God said to me, go and stand at back at back at house and lift your hands up. This was in Norway years and years ago. I could barely stand up myself. And then I felt all that power and then it's gone. And then I've gone, oh God, what did I do wrong? He said, you've done nothing wrong. I'm just teaching you how to stand in faith. Well, okay, great. So whether you feel it or you don't, you've still got it. Because it lives in me. I've, I've felt all these things. I've seen light come out of my hands. I mean, I was with someone and I saw like, you know, I felt like Gandalf. I don't know, all these. I felt bolts of light going to people and all sorts. Me and Steve have had all sorts of little, amazing little times. I'm telling you, huh? That lad sits there, he, get, he gets bolts of fire and lightning and all sorts of stuff. It's great. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? We have great times. They're like, whoa, heck. I think he's just a bit of a practice for me. But anyway, there we go. 
sorry. <laughs> but this is what I felt like he said. I don't, I don't think I've, oh yeah, there. Habakkuk 3 and verse 4, it says this, his radiance is like the sunlight with rays flashing from his hand. That is the hiding place of his power. And I felt like he said there's going to be, it's, it's going to be like he's going to increase the intensity of light that flows from us. There's going to be a light increase. Like, so I, I don't know what this really means, but there's going to be a light increase, okay? And, and you're going to feel a light increase. Some of you are going to feel this, all right? So do, don't worry if there's weird things start happening to some of you, okay? I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm expecting that it will happen. It's okay. Just be in his presence, keep in his presence, and just go, thank you, Jesus. It's beautiful. I've not got a clue what you're doing, but I'm enjoying it. That's all you have to say. Rays of light flowing. There's going to be increased light, but there's also going to be increased sound, but not in the way of, you know, noisy sound, although it will be, be noise, but it won't be like that. It's going to be like this. Ezekiel 43 verse 2 says, His voice was like the sound of many waters. And the earth shone with his glory. So it's light, light, and, light and sound. There's the sound of many waters. There's going to be sounds that come out that are going to be healing sounds. It's going to be beautiful. And that is why we've got to learn how to tarry in his presence. Just the corporate presence I'm talking about now, you know, because there's a corporate presence as well as the presence in you. But we're going to learn how to tarry and just be with him and listen for those sounds because there's going to be healing in it. Um, and listen to this. I, I don't know if I told you this. I had this experience. This was just a little while ago. Ezekiel 1 verse 24. And when they went, I heard the noise of their wings like the noise of many waters. And I felt... I don't know if it was cherubim. I don't know if it was seraphim. It wasn't just it wasn't just angels. Sorry, angels. It was like wings that were so big that they were laid across everybody in the room, and they were doing this. It was so powerful, I couldn't even speak in that room. I couldn't speak, and someone asked me to say something, and I just said something ridiculously stupid, you know, because it w I could feel that presence of God that was like tangible, but it, it was like there was a sound with it, a sound with it, and I'm going, what is that, Lord, that's beautiful, so these things are going to start happening more and more, this, when we've talked about a new era, of course, we can see all the old era, we can see what's going on, and it's all right, that's the reality of what's happening. But hey, there's a new era and there's a new things happening for us right now. And we just got to say, yes, 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 Lord. Yes, 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 Lord. The voice within you is going to be activated more. Can we just, can we just, yeah, let's just, we're all right, aren't we? Look, I just want to tell you, it's five past 12. It's really early yet. And it's really early yet. Huh? It's, and mine's fast. Okay, mine's fast. But let's just stay there. The voice is going to be activated within you. Light is going to begin to shine from within you and around you.
the tangible presence of Jesus is going to be more and more known. Thank you, Father. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. More than anything, Lord, we want to sit with you. for your presence in our DNA, Lord. All the things that I've been speaking of, Lord. We live and move and have our being in you, Jesus. And we want ruins raised up, Lord. Desolations raised up, Jesus. Restored. Repaired.
sorry if I sound a bit snivelly. I kind of get emotional when um, when God speaks to me. When you spoke about sounds and visions, I had a vision of blood flow. from God every cell that's in your body comes from God and you have to let that healing process start
the question how much of me is space 
it turns out that my body's 99.9999% space at a quantum level. And science think it's filled with energy. Well, I know which energy it's filled with. Which means I'm 99.9999% Holy Spirit. That's nice, isn't it? Meditate on that for the rest of the week. We should be expounding it a bit more, I think, next Sunday. And just enjoy that thought for a little while. Thank you, Jesus.